everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the You Thought Sports Podcast. As some of you may know, we mention it from time to time, it has been an annual tradition uh, on this podcast to have an episode where we just pick every single bowl game. There's not always good reasoning for them, um, but we've decided to do it every year, and it's always fun to just go through and see how good we are at predicting sports. This year, there's no special guest pickers or anything. We're just cutting it back to the basics, and I have Bart here alongside me. Bart, how's it going? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I do want to call out that Jared has abandoned us. I feel like that's worth mentioning. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here and, and, and make my first bowl predictions ever. This is going to be a good time. Yeah, that's exciting. And, you know, Jared will be back next year. We hope. We hope. We'll see. <laughs> but we'll, we'll kick it off uh, with the very first bowl game. We're going to do all of these in chronological order, um, except we have separated out the New Year's Six bowl games and the playoff games. So we'll predict those separately. And Bart and I are just going to go back and forth and pick them all. And we'll get started with the Bahamas Bowl. So, Bart, Middle Tennessee and Toledo, who do you got? I've got, oh gosh, I've got Toledo. Um, I really want to pick Middle Tennessee just for representing the middle of their state, which I think is what <laughs> But I think it's got to be Toledo. Um, they ended the year on a three-game win streak, and they went four or five at the end. And the one loss was just by three points. So I think they're just like the better team. Sorry, Middle Tennessee. No, it's okay. I respect a team that represents a good geographic region of their state. Love, love we'll, have a, we'll have a few of those coming up. Uh, I also went with Toledo. They beat down Akron and Bowling Green by more than 30 during that three-game win streak you mentioned. Middle Tennessee really struggled at the end of the year. They lost to Old Dominion, and they barely eked out a win over 5-7 and seven Florida Atlantic. So, oh, with Toledo. All right, the next chronological bowl, uh, next bowl chronologically, sorry, uh, is the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl which we have Northern Illinois playing Coastal Carolina. I'll kick it off. I think this is going to be my first upset. I'm picking Northern Illinois. No. Uh, I think Coastal Carolina has really fallen off since they finished ranked 14 at the end of last year. North Carolina, or, and um, Northern Illinois has had some ups and downs, but I think they've been mostly on the up. They demolished Kent State to win the MAC this year, and I think Coastal's downfall continues, and Northern Illinois' ascendancy also continues. So, Bart, who are you picking? I mean, that's that's fair, I suppose. I'm picking Coastal, actually. I, I'm picking Coastal because so like neither of these teams really felt like they had a significant win, but Coastal's <laughs> two losses were by a combined five points. And their offense is so good. Their offense is mm. really good, and their defense is a lot better than Northern Illinois. So I just think uh, they're going to be able to put up too many points for Northern Illinois to keep up with. So Coastal is my choice. That's fair. I think I saw that their quarterback had the highest passer rating in college football history this year, which we really slept on. Grayson McCall, I think his name is. That's but. wild, actually. That's, like, really wild. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he didn't get a single Heisman vote, which was the cause of some disdain among some on Reddit college football. But, but yeah. It, it is what it is. All right, next up, uh, we start to get into some of the good names for bowls. Uh, we have the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, <laughs> which matches up Western Kentucky versus Appalachian State. Bart, who do you got? Uh, I've got Western Kentucky. Both teams finished really strong this year. It'll be a battle of Western Kentucky's offense versus Appalachian State's defense. But I think the main reason I like Western Kentucky here is their quarterback, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zapp. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name, but 56 touchdowns to 11 picks on over 5,500 yards. He had a mm-hmm. fantastic season. I think like he's going he's gonna to be able to carry Western Kentucky is my prediction. What do you think? 
I think it's a great pick, but I chose Appalachian State. Um, I think they're a little bit better of a record this year. Sometimes I feel like I'm I'm a slave to just like looking at records and being like, you know, they had a better season. And this might be one of those cases. They were ten and three. Western Kentucky was eight and five. But I think App State plays a more competitive competitive conference, and they almost beat Miami this year, 25-23, losing by only two points. So I think they'll be good, competitive. I have a soft spot in my heart for them uh, for beating Michigan back in 2007. So I'm picking Appalachian State. (laughs) Okay, that's that's what happened 14 years ago. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Eight-year-old me was, you know. Very impressionable. (laughs) Exactly. All right, next up. We have the Cricket Celebration Bowl. South Carolina State versus Jackson State. Bart, who do you got? Uh, I think this one might not be a super even matchup. Jackson State's 11-1. South Carolina State is 6-5. and five. Uh, I just I have to go with Jackson State. It feels like a weird bowl game matchup. What do you take? Yeah. No, I chose the same thing. Deion Sanders is the coach of Jackson State. I think it's an easy pick. Um, all right. Okay, up next, <laughs> we have the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Uh, which pits UTEP versus Fresno State. Who do you have? So I also felt like this one was kind of unfair. Like, is anybody taking UTEP twin? Are you taking UTEP twin? I'm taking Fresno State. <laughs> They're better both offensively and defensively. And they actually played and won some games against ranked opponents. So I think Fresno State is a, is a pretty easy pick on this one. Who are you taking? Yeah, I think I, I wrote down in my notes, all the experts agree on this one. And I agree with all the experts and I agree with you. UTEP was only seven and five. Fresno was nine and three. They play in a better conference, have better recruiting. They've, like you said, played close ranked teams. I think it's Fresno all the way here. Next up, we have the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Um, starting to get into the uh, the more odd sponsors. There, there'll be a few other good ones uh, as we go throughout. Um, which pits UAB versus BYU. Um, and also to solve, I think this one's another pretty uneven matchup. And maybe one of the more lopsided bowl matchups all year. BYU played really well this year. They're ranked in the top 15. They beat all four Pac-12 teams they played this year. UAB was fine. They were 8-4 and four in Conference USA. Uh, but this was an easy BYU win. Among uh, BYU's Pac-12 wins, they beat number 10 Utah. And they also played a really close game against number 6 Baylor. Um, so I think yep. they'll be more than fine taking out UAB. Bart, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I also had in my notes that this doesn't quite feel like a fair fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think like J- their quarterback Jaron Hall had a great season. Their running back Tyler Algier, I think is how you say it, had 20 rushing touchdowns, which is like pretty uncommon in, in college. Well, I guess in the NFL too, but uh, yeah. in college as well. So yeah, I think their offense is just going to put up a, a buttload of points in this one. They're my pick as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're hopping next to the Lending Tree Bowl, where we have another. Uh, college representing a region of their state where we have Eastern Michigan and they're taking on Liberty. So Bart, who are you taking in this one? I'm going with Liberty. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, uh, I think they ended the game or they ended the season on a three game losing streak, but mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan ended theirs going one and two and their win was only by one point. So I like, I, I do like to give weight to end of season, you know, patterns or whatever. And in this case, they both were kind of bad, but I'm picking Liberty A because their defense is actually good, and B because they have your boy Malik Willis, who's gotten a lot of draft hype this year. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Liberty. Who are you taking? I think that's a good pick, but I don't think I'm going to agree. This one is just you know kind of a kind of a gut pick. Eastern Michigan, they feel blue collar. Um, you know, oh Michigan blue collar state. This is the only blue collar reference I'll make all episode. Um, but <laughs> okay. um, I, I did you did reference it earlier. Liberty ended on a three game skid. I know. 
Eastern Michigan barely only eked out one of their last three, but I still think that's like some positive momentum. I don't know, like Malik Willis will be like totally locked into this game prepping for the NFL draft, so I don't think he might play as well as he could. So I'll take Eastern Michigan in this one. That's that's uh, fair. Next up, we have the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, which <laughs> I think is the only bowl sponsored by just a single person this year. Um, it it's wild. It's actually not that expensive. Well, I mean, you know, it is, but to sponsor bowl games like. Four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. Um, I know this because they talked about it on like RCFB. They're like, if we could get every subscriber to just contribute fifty cents, we could like sponsor a bowl game. But so it's like, I guess Jimmy Kimmel is just like wants to spend half a million of his own own dollars to. Yeah, but maybe maybe he's done the market analysis and he'll actually make more money from getting his name out there somehow. I don't know. I don't know who doesn't know who Jimmy Kimmel is already, but he must have some good reason, which is not just vanity. I hope. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, but anyway, this game pitches or pits Utah State against Oregon State, and I am going to pick Utah State. Um, this might just be my group of five bias showing, but if you look at their common opponent, they both played Washington State this year. Utah State beat them, and Oregon State lost to them. Plus, Utah State killed a very good San Diego State team in the Mount West Championship to end the year, and because of that, I like Utah State. Bart. What do you think? Yep, same same thing. I also noted that dominant win over San Diego State, and I also, again, hearkening back to end of season trends, they won seven of their last eight, so they're quite yeah. hot. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a, a, a Utah State victory over a not that great Oregon State team. Couldn't agree more. Um, and next, uh, we're on our ninth bowl game, so we're making some progress. We have the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, which pits Louisiana versus Marshall. Bart, who are you taking? <laughs> In my notes, I literally have, did the schedule makers make a typo or something? Is this a fair fight? <laughs> I'm taking Louisiana. Louisiana hasn't, they literally haven't lost since week one. I don't see that changing here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Marshall is going to be super competitive in this one. <laughs> I put down, this is the easiest pick among all of them here. <laughs> like, Louisiana go. was insanely good. They were 12-1. and one. They were ranked at times. Marshall sputtered to a 7-5 and five finish. Like, there's just, like, no way it's anything other than Louisiana. Maybe we'll eat our words. Yeah, but uh, that's why you, you never play know. games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have our next presented by Bowl first, which doesn't have the sponsor in front, but at the end, um, probably maybe you have to pay a little less for that. But we have the Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act, which uh, pits Old Dominion versus Tulsa. So I am going to take Tulsa in this one. It's a pretty big toss up. Both were six and six, um, but I'm just going sort of off of my own impressions, I guess, of the conference. Uh, I think the American is a little bit better than Conference USA, so I think six and six there is a little bit more impressive. In the, again, in the American than in Conference USA, Tulsa plays in the American, so I picked Tulsa. Bart, what do you think? Yeah, I, I also picked Tulsa, but it does feel a, bit, a little bit of a meh pick to me. Like it's like borderline. Yeah. Things could go Old Dominion's way. I wanted to pick Old Dominion just because it's such a cool school and name, but exactly. uh, like they both finished the season strong, so that's like one coin mm-hmm. flip. Um, I, I like they're both like pretty. I think even stats wise, but I think Tulsa's offense is a little bit more potent, um, and even their losses that they had near the end of the year were only like one possession losses, including mind you, one to Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. I think Tulsa Tulsa's record might not be uh, super indicative of how good they actually are. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, agreed. And Old Dominion in the news recently, uh, Taylor Heineke, Washington football team quarterback, is an alum of Old Dominion. Played there. It's kind of fun. 
We need more old Dominion uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. I've always said it. You know? <laughs> it is too. Although based on how he played in like the first half against the Cowboys today, I'm not so sure. But <laughs> I think he was like two for eleven with an interception in the first, and it had a passer rating of zero. Uh, the classic. Brutal. If he'd spiked every pass, he would have had a better quarterback rating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, up next, we're moving to our first but not our last bowl game named after a food, and we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Which pits Kent State against Wyoming. Bart, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm taking Kent State. It's going to be a battle of Kent State's offense versus Wyoming's defense. And I know the adage says that defense wins championships, but I just can't. I can't take Wyoming in good faith, knowing how much more average their starting quarterback is. That's that's mm-hmm. what I have written. Kent, uh, Kent State's running attack is like super reliable. It's really solid, and that is if you look at the if you look at Wyoming's defense's stats running defense is their weak point. So I'm going with Kent State in this one. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm picking Kent State as well. Uh, Also, just to note, uh, Kent State made their conference championship game this year. Wyoming didn't. So I think that gives the Golden Flashes a little bit more of an edge. Plus, Golden Flashes, great great team. Superb name. Superb name, yeah. Exactly. So you can't pick against that. Um, Up next, we we have the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Uh... A mouthful, but a good matchup, actually, between UTSA and San Diego State. Um, I am going with UTSA. They've been one of the most fun teams all year, going from the FCS to ranked in a matter of years. So they did drop their last regular season game. This is a heart pick. I, I've fallen in love with them <laughs> through the people of Reddit College Football, uh, the whole, like, meet meep nation thing. Uh, so I can't mm. pick against them. Um, even though San Diego State's been very good this year, Brady Hoke has really turned them around as well. Um, co- used to coach at Michigan, previously coached at San Diego State before that. So I think it'll be a close matchup. It would not shock me at all if San Diego State won, but I'm picking UTSA. Bart, who are you picking? <laughs> I, I, I love the... Uh, basically, I'm saying this, but if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> yeah. the other team is, is A complete disclaimer of any liability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I'm totally with you. I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm actually taking San Diego State, so a little bit of disagreement here. Um, I think their defense is good enough to handle UTSA's really potent offense. Um, And also, I just think it's like one uh, deal breaker is that UTSA doesn't seemingly have any meaningful wins, whereas San Diego State had that win early in the season over Utah. But you know what? Most importantly, you didn't mention him. San Diego State has the pun god, Matt Areza. He He might be the game changer. So I'm going with San Diego State. That's fair. You can't pick against a team with the pun god. Right. Um, We'll see. Uh, next, we have the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, which unsurprisingly pits Army against Missouri. Bart, who are you picking? I think this is going to be a theme in my picks, but like anytime that the uh, the name is related to the military <laughs> in some way and a military team is playing, I'm taking the uh-huh. military team. So in this case, I'm taking Army. Uh, secondly, like in addition to the fact that the name connects to them, they are just straight up better, both offensively and defensively. And then thirdly... Uh, Army is literally the second best rushing attack in the in the country, and Missouri is the seventh worst rushing defense in the country. So, GG Missouri, you had a good season, but Army is going to run for potentially 300 yards on you. So, that's my pick. Who are you taking? See, I hear what you're saying, and I'm going to completely disagree with it. I'm going to pick oh. Missouri. I think we're we're overlooking a lot of things here. Yes, they have one of the best rushing attacks, but they play the triple option, so like they're going to by default have one of the best rushing attacks. They really struggled well, in their last game against Navy. You know, that, that they didn't did, go too did. well. They lost. They dropped that. Missouri, honestly, fighting to a 6-6 six and six record in the SEC is not too bad. They beat Florida 
um, who's also bowl eligible. They kept Georgia within 37. Um, <laughs> you know, Remarkable. So, not all bad. But I think Missouri, um, they have enough just athleticism playing in the SEC to eke out a win over Army here. I'm not usually like a big SEC homer, like, oh my gosh, they're so much better than the other conferences. But I think in this case, if you can get bowl eligible in that conference, you're probably pretty good, especially against an Army team that ended the year on a down note. Yeah. Right. Uh, next up, we have the bowl game that was created by the, the NCAA this year just so that every bowl-eligible team could play in a game. This was not a bowl game until like two weeks ago, uh, but they're like, you know what? Let's make the Frisco Football Classic so that North Texas and Miami of Ohio can play each other. So, Bart, which of these two teams, which were grandfathered into the system uh, <laughs> so they can play in a bowl, is going to win? I, I actually didn't know that, so thank you for pointing that out. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I think th- I think these teams are actually quite close, um, but I, I give a lot of weight, as I've said before, to end of season runs. Um, Miami of Ohio went two and two in their last four. North Texas ended their game on uh, their season on a five game win streak. After, mind you, after start or not starting, but having a six game losing streak. So I mm-hmm. really applaud their resiliency there and the fact that they were able to finish strong. So I'm going North Texas. Yeah, I, I put down the exact same reason. They were really hot at the end of the season. They won their last five, like you said. They're called the Mean Green, another elite mascot. So I'll take North Texas as well. Uh, up next, we have the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, uh, which is maybe a battle for the best team of Florida, in which UCF plays Florida. So I'll go first. And if anybody who knows me knows the teams I like, you know I'm picking UCF. Both these teams have had down years and are frankly not that good. Um, but I like UCF, so I'm picking them. Their defense has at least been competent this year. Like, not great, but competent. And Florida's defense has been borderline, like, horrific this entire year. I mean, they allowed 52 to Samford. They allowed 40 to South Carolina. They allowed even 21 to Florida State is not impressive, but 49 to LSU. um, It's just not a good look all around. I know they played Bama close earlier in the year, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Um... So I am taking UCF in this one, just because I think their their defense is a little bit more competent. Uh, Bart, who are you picking? I'm also picking UCF, and like in this case, I think you, your UCF love has definitely rubbed off on me. But yeah, I mean uh-huh. we we stand UCF on on mm-hmm. this pod. I feel like I have to pick them. They also did end the season on uh, winning five of six, so they're pretty mm-hmm. hot. But I honestly like I think fundamentally, I just really want to see some group of five success. Uh, against like the quote unquote vaunted SEC, mm-hmm. I think it'd be great to see Florida lose this one, just you know, so that people can stop talking about the SEC. Even though <laughs> I will be using the SEC as a positive <laughs> in future picks, but for now, yeah, for now, I, I'm with you, UCF. Yeah, no, it's good to hear. UCF walked so that Cincinnati could run. We all exactly. we all know it. Um, next up, we're going with the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, which pits Memphis against Hawaii. Bart, who are you picking? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, this one's kind of a coin flip, um, but Hawaii's in the name of the bowl, mm-hmm. and Hawaii is just a very, like, it's a it's one of the coolest states, arguably the coolest state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love seeing their football team succeed. I Like you mentioned earlier, um, whatever happened in 07, I don't remember when Colt Brennan was their quarterback, mm-hmm. but, uh, wait, was it Colt Brennan? The guy who won, he broke yeah. the record for passing touchdowns, and ever since then, I've loved them, even though they're no longer relevant. Anyway, yeah, so Hawaii is my pick for, like, a pretty baseless reason. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, they've got an elite mascot, too. The Rainbow Warriors is, like, different, interesting. So we, we got to give that to them as well. Um, 
But I'm going to pick Memphis. Um, Hawaii had a losing record this year. People forget that. Uh, they went 6-7. Okay. and seven. Memphis is not much better. Um, but I think, again, just like I like to compare conferences when records are similar. And I think Memphis played um, in a better conference than Hawaii did. They played the American versus the Mountain West. Uh, so I'm taking Memphis in this one. Next up, uh, we have the Tax Act Camellia Bowl which pits Georgia State against Ball State. Which of these two states are you picking, Bart? Uh, I'm picking Georgia State. I think they're both, they're both pretty comparable skill-wise. Both quarterbacks have had really efficient seasons. It really feels like a coin flip to me. Uh, but I think I'm going with Georgia State because, again, they started out 1-4. and four. They finished mm-hmm. in their last seven games 6-1. and one. That's a beautiful turnaround. And, I, I, again, I appreciate teams that show that kind of resiliency and finish strong. So I'm taking Georgia State. Who do you got? I agree more. I noted that they ended hot. They won their last three, so I'm picking them. Though I do love Ball State. It's fun. They're in Indiana, too. I think we played, Notre Dame played them our junior year, maybe our senior year. Yeah. Um, no, no, senior year. That's that was going junior year. Mm, yeah, and so, you know, soft spot for them, but Georgia State ended hot. I'm picking them. Uh, next up, we have the Quick Lane Bowl, which is Western Michigan versus Nevada. Uh, and I am taking Western Michigan. Maybe it's not the smart pick here. Um, but I've got, I've got a method, uh, to my madness. Uh, the Mac West in which Western Michigan plays, um, was wild this year. Every single team was 500 or above in conference play. And every single team was also 500 or above in overall play and thus bowl eligible. It's the only division in all of college football in which every team was bowl eligible and was also 500 or above in conference play. I don't know what the odds of that happening are, but they're pretty low. Um, so Western nice. Michigan playing in that division, they've gone through the gauntlet. Uh, and so I don't think their 7-5 record uh, reflects how good they are. So I'm picking Western Michigan. Bart, who are you picking? I'm actually going to disagree, and I'm going to say Nevada. Um, I, I, I'm hearing what you're saying, but <laughs> I, I just, no, I mean, my, my reasoning is like, if you, look at the, if you look at the point totals for Nevada's offense and defense, they're both better than Western Michigan's. And then each of their last three losses were by two points, like exactly two points. Mm-hmm. So they were that close, it seems, to being 11-1 and one instead. So I think Nevada's actually better than their record indicates. But as you were just saying, Western Michigan might be too because they played in such a crazy conference. Mm-hmm. But I feel comfortable with Nevada on this one. Yeah, can't disagree. All right, up next we have the Military Bowl presented by Paraton, um, which... There's no military team playing in. Um, we have Boston College and East Carolina. Um, we had a couple in a row of uh, colleges representing regions of states. This isn't even a real state, East Carolina. I don't <laughs> even know if it's in North or South Carolina, but uh, they're playing Boston College. Who are you picking, Bart? I'm picking East Carolina. Um, and hold on, I'm just checking. It's in North Carolina, if our listeners were curious. Um, Boston College lost six of their last eight. Meanwhile, uh-huh. East, East Carolina won four of the last five, and the only loss was to our, our heartthrob Cincinnati. Um, and also, mm-hmm. interestingly, East Carolina is vying for their first ever eight-win season. Um, I think that might give them a little bit of a push. I, I'm sure their coach is going to be mentioning that as they prepare for this one. So, Also, as a Notre Dame fan, I just don't like Boston College. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I, I picked East Carolina as well. Um, like you sort of hinted to, I wrote that BC imploded late in the year, especially after they lost their quarterback, Phil Jerkovic, who used to go to Notre Dame when we were there, but transferred, but he got hurt mid-season. They kind of imploded after that. Finished last in their division in the ACC. 
Um, and I think that implosion continues as they lose to a very solid Eastern Carolina or East Carolina team. Um, and they played top 25 Houston tight. So I think um, things will turn out well for them. Um, and speaking of Houston, the next bowl is the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Um, I've never heard of Ticket Smarter, <laughs> but they're <laughs> sponsoring have. a bowl. Now I have. <laughs> I guess that's the point of all this. Um, but if it's Houston against Auburn. And I am going to take Houston. Auburn, as we have learned, cannot play offense. And Houston has a decent defense. So I'm not sure whether the Tigers will score at all uh, in this game. And with that in mind, and considering that Houston has a decent offense, I'm picking one of the Pac-12's future stars uh, to beat Auburn. Bart, who are you picking? I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think um, I actually had the opposite reasoning, which was that Houston's offense has been elite this year, mm. and Auburn's defense doesn't rank as like particularly special. So that's two points in favor of Houston now. But also, okay. I just really need—I like, I feel like I need Houston to win because mm. if a six and six Auburn team can beat number twenty, eleven and two Houston, that's such an indictment of group of five teams. I know. <laughs> I, I would be really sad if, for this to happen. So yeah, I, I want Houston. Uh, I, I expect their quarterback Clayton Toon to have a big day in this one. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, and they have advantage on both sides of the ball, so I think that I'll hopefully give it to them. Uh, up next, we have the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, which pits Air Force versus Louisville. Who are you taking, Bart? Yeah, so as I said earlier, if there's any relationship between the military mm-hmm. and one of the teams, I'm taking the military team. Air Force is my pick here. I think their offense and their defense are both better than Louisville's. Air Force is hot coming in. They've not lost by more than one possession anywhere, whereas Louisville is coming off getting absolutely smacked by Kentucky. So mm-hmm. Air Force is my pick. Where, where are you feeling with this? I'm picking Louisville. Maybe it's just a power five bias here, but I think Louisville is the best player of any across the two teams and quarterback Malik Cunningham. He's seen electric from all the highlights I've seen of him. He's played really well this year. No Lamar Jackson, but you know he's maybe not the, the greatest Louisville quarterback ever, but he's been really good this year. So I think he'll be the difference factor, and I think Louisville wins. Um, Fair. Up next, we have the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, uh, which pits Mississippi State, whose head coach Mike Leach uh, recently went on a tirade uh, saying he can't believe players are opting out of bowls when he multiple times has left teams he was coaching before bowls are over to take other jobs. So, you know, <laughs> a, a little hypocritical there, but it's fine. Um, and they play Mike Leach's former team, Texas Tech. So, Bart... Uh, you have in this one i have mississippi state uh i think their offense and defense are both better uh and then honestly like i don't know that i need a better reason than this texas tech gave up 70 to texas they're just (laughs) not that good on defense uh but also mississippi state's losses uh well excluding their loss to bama their losses were like not super yikes um Mm. unlike that texas loss for texas tech so i don't know i mean they're they're pretty there might be a close game, and I'm going with Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm think? picking Mississippi State this year, too. Uh, I think it's a pretty easy one. I said this year as if they pay, play every year, which I don't think is true. <laughs> but Mississippi State uh, looked really good at points this year. Like you mentioned, a lot of close losses. Um, they were even inexplicably ranked by the committee at one point just to give <laughs> Bama a better data point. Classic. Um, Texas Tech barely was bowl eligible. They play in a worse conference. So I think you have to take the Bulldogs here. Um and next, we move to the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Um, so get on your 
exactly. So get on your county's credit union to sponsor a bowl game because <laughs> anything is possible for them, it seems. Uh, and that pits UCLA uh, with head coach Chip Kelly, who recently learned is not going to Oregon um, against North Carolina State. Uh, so Bart, who are you picking here? I am favoring North Carolina State. I'm, I'm like I've I've warmed up to North Carolina State a lot this year. Uh, mm. Devin Leary having a phenomenal season. 35 to 5 touchdown interception mm. ratios, terrific. Uh, and then after their loss to Mississippi State in week two, they went eight and two with mm. those losses coming by a combined four points. And also, I think they're, they're like, so they're better defensively. UCLA is better offensively, but I think their defensive advantage is greater. So I'm going with them. Who do you got? Yeah, I same pick, pretty much same logic. NC State, really solid to end the year. I become a believer. I'm not a big. Believer though in Chip Kelly teams performing in big games, like I think that's just not a thing that's happened. Uh, so for that reason, I'm also picking NC State. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, up next we have the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, uh, which pits West Virginia versus your hometown team, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Yes. And I am gonna go with the Gophers. This is a homer pick. Yes. I'll say it. I lived in Minnesota too for a couple of years. Uh, and they show they can win a big game when they beat Wisconsin during rivalry week. I like them. I know people that go there. Great school. I'm picking Minnesota. Bart, who are you picking? I I'm right there with you. I I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel authentic in any way if I picked West Virginia here. It's got to be Minnesota. Um, um, they do run a bit hot and cold, so we'll yes. see whether we get the good version of the team here. But I I just think that this team is actually kind of underappreciated. I don't think we talk enough about the fact that they literally have a top ten defense this year, which is like pretty mm-hmm. wild. Where did that yeah. come from? So yeah, I I uh, as a Minnesotan, I have to pick Minnesota here. Perfect. All right, next up, we have the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Um, good name being played in, in Boston, Fenway, you know. It's fun. We have SMU versus Virginia. So, Bart, who are you picking in this one? I'm, I'm picking SMU. Uh, they did end the season on a two-game losing streak, but Virginia ended on a four-game losing streak, so take that. Uh, also, I think SMU is uh, like literally just better on both sides of the ball. Both teams mm-hmm. like to air it out. Neither defense is particularly good, so this one is probably going to be pretty high scoring, I think. But I just, I don't know, all other things being equal, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I want a group of five victory here, so SMU's my pick. How are you feeling? That's fair. I want it, but I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick Virginia in this one. Uh, they have a new head coach, Tony Elliott, who I think will you know motivate them, uh, get them up for the bowl game. SMU may be better a little bit on both sides of the ball, but UVA's offense has the potential to be really, really good. Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback, elite. Um, so I think... You know, there's a chance they just air it out and win. Um, and so I'm picking UVA this one. Yeah, very fair. All right. Next up, we have the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. So two back-to-back ones being played in baseball stadiums. And we have Maryland versus Virginia Tech. I'll go first. And I'm picking two straight Virginia teams. Um, and I'm going to pick Virginia Tech. Um, they played Notre Dame close. They played UVA close. Um, so I think they have the potential to play well against good teams. Not that Maryland is even really a good team. They've they have Tua's brother at quarterback, which is fun, but I think they've shown a little bit more potential to get up for big games. So I'm picking Virginia Tech in this one. Bart, how about you? <laughs> I actually am. I'm picking Maryland mainly because, as you just said, they have Tua's brother, which is cool. And uh-huh. he's been having a really juicy season. Um, but I also just know that before this season even started, I, I mentioned Maryland as a team to look out for. They obviously have not been a, a team to look out for very much this year, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can't abandon ship now. So can't. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Maryland. All right. Well, up next, we have another bowl game named for a food. We have the Cheez-It Bowl, which pits Clemson against Iowa State. Dabo, 
the coach of Clemson said it's one of his favorite bowl experiences um, when he's been there. So I hope it's good for him. Bart, do you think it'll be good for him? Do you think Clemson beats Iowa State here? I do think it'll be good for him. I do think they'll win. I am a little bit concerned about the coaching changes or like the lost coaches that yeah. Clemson has just seen, but uh, I guess we'll see how good Dabo really is, right, in this in this particular game. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan of ending the season strong. Clemson ended mm-hmm. with five straight wins. And also another defense that I feel like was kind of slept on. Clemson had the second best defense in the country this year. Mm-hmm. What? So, I yeah, I think they've, they've like put it together in the back half of the season. I think it's Clemson pretty easily in this one. What about you? Yeah, I think in a battle of two teams that were ranked in the top 10 to begin the year, but sort of fell off as the year went on, uh, I think Clemson is kind of easy money here. I think we just sort of forgot about them beginning of the season because they lost a bunch early, but they, again, quietly put together a really nice season. They were 9-3, and three, whereas Iowa State was 7-5. and five. I think the defense, like you mentioned, was elite, and the offense will be competent enough, I think, to score against Iowa State's defense. So I think Clemson, easy money here. Um. Up next, we have the Valero Alamo Bowl, which hits Oregon versus Oklahoma. I'll go first, and I'll pick Oklahoma. In about two teams whose coaches just left them for other schools, I think Oklahoma, I think coasts to victory here. I don't think it's even close. I think, speaking of momentum, they did lose Bedlam to Oklahoma State at the end of the year, but it was really close. I mean, they were still really good this year. Um, they went 10-2, and two, and Oregon imploded at the end of the year in both their games against Utah. Just got flat and it showed they couldn't really get up for big games um and i think their coaching loss will hurt them a little bit more than oklahoma's oklahoma bringing in brett venables i know he probably won't be involved that much in the bowl game but i think that that's you know something that'll help out a lot um and lincoln riley sort of left for a parallel job whereas like oregon has just had coaches leave all over and over and over again and this is i don't know miami's maybe a worse job so i think the mario cristobal loss hurts a little bit for oregon and so i think oklahoma wins bart what do you think that's that's pretty funny uh but i totally agree i think you you basically took the words out of my mouth you you mentioned all the same things i i i would have mentioned and i i just wanted to add that like as far as two teams that are like kind of you know near the top of their respective conferences i i think i just generally give more respect to teams competing in the big 12 uh over yeah, teams yeah. who are competitive in, in the pac 12 so yeah i i'm with you i wouldn't be surprised if oklahoma wins by a fair amount here yeah all right next up we have Another food baseball game. Maybe one of the ones that's most active on social media, too. They've got a great presence there. It is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. And we have a little bit of the Battle of the Carolinas. No East Carolina here, but we have North Carolina versus South Carolina. Duke's Mayo headquartered in South Carolina. So it's an all-Carolina affair. Bart, who are you taking? Yeah, I I really love the Mad Lad who scheduled this one. I don't know if there's always (laughs) a game between two Carolinas like this, but yeah, I love this. I'm going with North Carolina. Um... North Carolina has the upper hand offensively, whereas South Carolina is better defensively. So that's interesting. But like, I I just think looking at their at their schedules and the games they played, North Carolina mm-hmm. never really let themselves get humiliated. While yeah. SC lost a handful of blowouts, just really ugly losses. And ultimately, like disregarding everything else, North Carolina has Sam Howell, who's still been mm-hmm. like actually quite solid this year and maybe even slept on. So I think he'll carry yeah. them. Who, who are no, you taking? I- I agree. I think it, this game comes down to coaching. It comes down to quarterback play, and I think North Carolina has the edge on both of those. Mac Brown, you know, experienced coach, I think will get a team hype for this game. And Sam Howell, like you said, I mean, he was not as good as last year. It was hard to, it would hard, be hard to be as good as he was last year, but he put together a solid season, I think being a little bit slept on too. So I think North Carolina takes it here. Uh, up next, we have the TransPerfect Music City Bowl, uh, which pits Tennessee against Purdue. Uh, I really wanted to take Purdue in this one. I, I love a good Indiana school. I love a good Big Ten school. 
But I think Tennessee's offense um, is just too good uh, to be stopped here. They put together a lot of really solid um, performances this year. Offensively, um, they put up 45 against Kentucky. They put up even 24 against that vaunted you know, Alabama team. Uh, 45 against South Carolina, 62 against Missouri. So I think their offense is too good, won't be stopped, and Tennessee takes it. Bart, what do you think? Yeah, I, I actually I disagree. I, I said Purdue, but I, I noted that Tennessee's offense is super good, and it's basically going to be a question of whether I think I think Purdue's defense is solid mm-hmm. enough to keep it contained. I also haven't actually watched any film this year of these two teams, but mm-hmm. I, I I just I said Purdue mainly because. They notched those two big upsets earlier this season over Iowa and yeah. MSU, whereas Tennessee had like one big win over Kentucky, and it was like, how, how relevant is that really? So, exactly. I, I, like, I, if we get the good version of Purdue, they'll they'll win. But yeah, Tennessee's offense is crazy, so we'll see. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, next up, we have the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, um, in which Wisconsin takes on Arizona State. Bart, who are you picking here? I'm picking Wisconsin <laughs> against my better judgment. I'm picking the team that has Graham Mertz at quarterback. Um, <laughs> you know, here, here we are. Wisconsin's defense is just so good. Um, they had that tough loss to Minnesota to close out the year, but they had seven mm-hmm. straight wins before that, including a win against you know a solid Iowa team. Who has Arizona State beaten this this year? Nobody relevant, in my opinion. So I think I think Wisconsin's just the better team. Uh, they're my 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 choice. What about you? Uh, I'm not going to go against my better judgment and will not pick a team that has Graham Mertz at quarterback, and I'm going to pick Arizona State. I think they flew under the radar a little bit this year. It's like a sneaky good team. They went in four. You said they beat nobody, but I think they have a nice one over UCLA. Like, not marquee, but a, a nice uh, one over UCLA. Yeah. Um, the Wisconsin put together a nice second half of the season. They really turned it on after those early season losses to Notre Dame and Michigan. I don't think their offense is good enough to carry them across the finish line. Um again, the offense got better as the year went on, but when they came up against solid competition at the end of the year in Minnesota, they really struggled despite those good offensive performances against Northwestern and Rutgers in previous weeks. So for all that, I will take Arizona State. Uh, Up next, we have the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. We're starting to get into the more prominent bowls here, the Gator Bowl, one you've maybe heard of. Um, And it pits uh, Wake Forest against Texas A&M. And I'm going to take Texas A&M. This is, I feel like, a... uh, Maybe a conference bias pick. Wake put together a really nice year. I'll say it. I was rooting for them when they were undefeated and, you know, on the fringes of the playoff. But I think A&M is just more talented. They only beat, eight, despite only going 8-4. and four. They beat Bama this year. They're the only ones to do that. I feel like that has to count for something. Um, so I'm picking Texas A&M. Bart, who are you picking? Yep, yep, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier I was going to have some SEC bias, and I think this is one of the ones that I was alluding to. The A&M has just been battle-tested. They had the huge win, like you mentioned, over Bama, plus one over Auburn. They played LSU close. And mm-hmm. when Wake Forest played the, like, the two good teams that they played, Clemson and Pitt, they got smacked both times. So yeah. I, I think maybe they're like a little bit of frauds in this case. So, yeah, A&M is my pick as well. Yeah, I don't disagree. And we moved to maybe... The best name bowl game all year. We have the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Uh, not Frosted Flakes uh, sponsoring it, but Tony the Tiger himself. <laughs> it's it's uh, like they just picked random words out of a bowl. <laughs> What's the, what are, what? uh, anyways. Yeah, it's odd. But, you know, it pits Washington State versus Miami. Um, Bart, who do you have in this one? 
my reasoning for this one is is not you know pr- particularly solid. I'm taking Miami. Um, I think they're pretty even teams, so it kind of feels like a coin flip. But uh, Miami had some solid wins this year. Uh, they beat Pitt. They beat NC State. Two teams that I have favored in bowls this year. Uh, whereas Washington State did did what this year? You know, crickets. So Miami's my pick. <laughs> Maybe you're gonna <laughs> disagree now. No, uh, I mean I picked Washington State. I think this one's a toss up. I think there's just like a lot of chaos surrounding the Miami team right now. Um, mm-hmm. with their coach being fired, Chris Ball being brought in. That being said, Washington State has not been immune from, you know, uh, chaos this year either with their coach being fired because he wouldn't get vaccinated. But, you know, they rallied towards the end of the year um, and they won the Apple Cup for the first time in a while. I think that's solid enough momentum uh, that they'll take into the bowl game and win. But again, I think this one's a toss-up um, and I think Washington State wins. Uh, up next, we have the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Which uh, pits another team from Michigan. We've had Eastern Michigan, we've had Western Michigan, and now we finally get to Central Michigan. Um, the best of all the regionally based Michigan schools, maybe. <laughs> or at least they're playing in the bowl game latest in the year. And they're playing against Boise State, another team who walked so that Cincinnati can run. Um, and in this one, I think maybe it's just the sentimentality, but I am picking Boise State. Mich- Central Michigan put together a nice 8 and 4 year, but I think Boise is more talented. They recruit better. And even though they were 7 and 5, I still think they take the game here. Bart, what do you think? I, I yeah, I agree. Uh, always, always love me some Boise State. I do want to call out. I appreciate the fact that Central Michigan was one point, one point away from ending the season on a seven-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I love Boise State too much. I think Boise's defense is notably better than Central Michigan's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I mentioned this earlier with another team. Boise actually played in one ranked teams. Uh, they went two and one. Uh, Central Michigan didn't play a single one. So, yeah, I think Boise is just a better team. Yeah, that's fair. All right, next we move to the Outback Bowl, one of the shorter bowl names here, uh, which is Penn State versus Arkansas. Bart, who do you have in this one? I'm taking Arkansas. Sean Clifford has had a great season, but K.J. Jefferson has had an even better season. He's more efficient, and he's also much more of a threat on the ground. So I like mm-hmm. what he brings. Arkansas ended the season on a 5 on one run. Um, they only lost by one touchdown to Alabama, who's now probably the favorite to win it all. Um, yeah, ultimately, I, I, you know, maybe this is an SEC, SEC thing again, but I just feel like Arkansas's wins this year were a little bit more impressive than Penn State's. What about you? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think they had a really nice year. Like you said, they played Bama close. They were at one point ranked in the top 10. Um, I know they lost to Georgia, but, you know, they, I think overall they played well. Um, but I think their offense with KJ Jefferson is good enough to beat Penn State's stout defense, especially because ben, Penn State's offense, despite Clifford's good year, has kind of struggled. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think they'll be able to keep up with Arkansas on the offensive end. So I think Arkansas wins. Up next, we have the Burbo Citrus Bowl, which pits Iowa versus Kentucky. And I'm going to pick against my boys from Iowa here because they have literally no offense. Um, I think we've seen that as the year has gone on. Um, they only put up three against Michigan in the Big Ten Championship. They were at one point ranked number two this year, but they just, like, they can't score whatsoever. Kentucky, on the other hand, has an insane offense, and I think could probably outscore, compete scoring-wise with most teams in the country. Just look at the last few games. 52 against Louisville, 56 against New Mexico State, 34 against Vandy, 42 against Tennessee. Um, and so I just, even earlier in the year, 42 against LSU, I think they've got a really good offense. I think they'll outscore Iowa, who can't barely score at all. Um, so I'm taking Kentucky here. Bart, what do you think? 
I, I agree 100%. Yeah, Kentucky's offense is wild. Iowa has felt so interesting. It's just like so underwhelming for a lot of the season. Um, and then on top of everything that you mentioned, they are coming off getting trounced by Michigan, which mm-hmm. I don't think inspires confidence in anybody. So, yeah, I agree with Kentucky. Nice. All right, our last non-New Year's Sixer playoff game is the Texas Bowl, uh, which pits Brian Kelly's LSU versus Kansas State. So, Bart, who are you picking here? I'm picking LSU. Uh, I think the teams are pretty comparable, um, like as far as their offensive and defensive skill levels go. But I think LSU's six and six record sells them a little bit short. They played Bama close. They played Auburn close. They played Arkansas close. They even snagged the win against A&M at the end of the season. And then on the other hand, Kansas State doesn't seem like they have any meaningful wins to to me at least. So I, I think LSU is actually quite a. Quite, I mean, not an elite team, but they're better than their six and six record indicates. So they're my pick. What about you? I am going to pick Kansas State, and I swear this is not like a Brian Kelly hate pick or anything. But I think they actually had a really good, you know, close here. Um, they're they're only they lost to the three best teams in the Big Twelve: Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. But they were all really close games. I think LSU struggled on offense, um, and so I think Kansas State they've got some grit, they got some determination. They played close uh, uh, games against good teams, so for that reason, I'm picking Kansas State. Yeah, and with that, that'll be a good one. Yeah, we have wrapped up the 37 non new year's sixer playoff bowl games and we'll move in to the bowl games you know that most people care about not that people don't care about the other ones these are the marquee matchups we have the new year's six which is the peach bowl the fiesta bowl the rose bowl and the sugar bowl not six but you know they're the two that are played as the playoff games which also count and we'll get started with the peach bowl uh which is michigan state versus Pitt, and i am going to pick Pitt in this one I think Kenny Pickett wins the Battle of Heisman Contenders here. The fake slide, we all know, we've all seen it. It's elite, but beyond that, he put up insane numbers this year, broke all of Dan Marino's uh, pit passing records. They have really good wins um, against, or a really good win against Wake, I think. While Michigan State, they were good this year, but they really, really struggled against Ohio State. I think we saw all their flaws exposed there. They do not have a good passing defense. Kenny Pickett is, like we said, a Heisman Contender quarterback, um, so I just don't think their offense will be able to keep up with Pitt. What do you think, Bart? I agree entirely. Yeah, I still just not super sold on Michigan State as a team. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, you you mentioned the Ken- I had a Kenneth Walker as a Heisman uh, favorite earlier this year, and that just completely fell apart. But yeah, I like I'm I'm super high on Kenny Pickett now mm-hmm. D- because of the slide. Despite the slide, I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean P- Pittsburgh was two one possession losses away from being undefeated. It would have yeah. been crazy to see them contending for the playoff. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think. Kenny Pickett and Co. are just going to have have a field day in this one. Yeah, I agree. Next up is the bowl matchup we've all been waiting for, where our Notre Dame Fighting Irish take on the Oklahoma State uh, Cowboys in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Also, I forgot to mention the Peach Bowl, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Did not want to leave out that sponsor. Um, <laughs> it was not intentionally omitted or anything. Um, but Bart, who do you have in Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State? <laughs> I mean, like... Come on now, Notre Dame bias is gonna is gonna be my deciding factor on this one. I really, really want the Marcus Freeman era to start off on on a good note. Um, I, I, this one's kind of a coin flip. To otherwise, to be honest with you, like they both have really, really solid defenses. But I think, I, I, like honestly, Notre Dame has looked like a different team since the Cincinnati loss, um, whereas Oklahoma State just lost. So I think, like, yeah, Notre Dame is a little bit hotter. 
and they're just they're our, our school so i gotta go with them i'm assuming yeah, you agree i agree i mean you, you can't pick against them although i did pick against them last year in the playoff against bama but you know who oh, meant yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah i think a few teams have played better than notre dame over the last four or five games of the season they seem to have really put it together the defense under marcus freeman really came together now he's the head coach so i think he'll motivate the guys the players just seem to really love him and rally around him and want to play for him i think oklahoma state might yeah. be on a little bit of like a hangover from like they beat, they won Bedlam and then they had a little bit of a hangover against Baylor and coming up just short. I think that's just so demoralizing, probably being like a few inches short of a playoff appearance. So I think Notre Dame will just be more hyped for the game. I think Jack Cohn has flown under the radar, is playing really well throughout the end mm-hmm. of the year too. Mm-hmm. I know Notre Dame won't have Kyron Williams or Kyle Hamilton because they're both sitting out to prep for the draft. Um, but Hamilton was out the last six games of the season. The defense still played great. And they've got really good backup right. running backs, too. I'm excited to see what Logan Diggs can do. So I'm picking Notre Dame. I think the difference, because, again, you said they both had really good defenses. I agree. will be turnovers. Oklahoma State's Spencer Sanders um, is notoriously turnover-prone. I think he threw five interceptions in the Big 12 championship game. So I think Yikes. that'll be the difference maker. Uh, so, yeah, I'm picking Notre Dame. Uh, next up is the Rose Bowl, uh, which pits Ohio State against Utah. I'm picking Ohio State here, much to Wyatt's, um, I'm sure, enjoyment. Um, Utah has been great, um, and especially at the end of the season, but I think Ohio State's offense is just too good to be kept down. C.J. Stroud, I think will ball out, and I think the Buckeyes will win. Not too much to say about it, but I think Ohio State just has such a good offense that, you know, they can't be beat. Bart, what do you think? Yeah, you basically read off my notes. I, I really want to pick Utah, but, uh, like, after that Oregon loss, Ohio State has just, they were playing such good football, the Michigan loss notwithstanding. Like you said, their offense is crazy. I do think Utah can make it a game. It might be like closer than than uh, like mm-hmm. some like you know betting odds might suggest or something. But uh, I yeah, I do think Ohio State is just going to be a little bit too much for Utah to handle. As I said earlier, I'm not super sold on Pac-12 teams compared to other conferences in general. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And I um apologies to spencer sanders i looked this up earlier he had four interceptions not five in the big 12 championship game so still not a great maybe performance did, but did he have a fumble you know, as well maybe maybe <laughs> you're thinking of turnovers anyway yeah all right the last non-playoff new year's six bowl is the all-state sugar bowl which pits ole miss versus baylor and i'm gonna take uh baylor in this one i've been very impressed by them at the end of the year especially their defense and i think they'll be able to eke out Winning against Ole Miss, who did struggle mightily against the only truly elite team they played in Bama. Um, I think they've really rallied around Dave Rondez as the head coach. I mean, you, you saw how good their defense can be against Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State had seven plays inside the one-yard line and scored three points out of it, which is just insane. So yeah. I think that ability of the defense to lock down will shut down Ole Miss's offense, who, again, will be very good. Uh, Matt Corral, great quarterback, but I think Baylor's defense gives them an edge. Bart, what do you think? I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's noteworthy that Baylor had the, the early loss to Oklahoma State, but then they managed to redeem themselves. Their mm-hmm. loss to TCU was only by two points, and I like I think it is worth mentioning when, when teams lose, but very tightly, it's like coin flips in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, all misses losses just feel worse to me. I just don't. I don't yeah. actually know that I'm convinced that they're actually that good. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I'm taking Baylor as well. All right, a good choice. And with that, we move into the playoff game. So first. We have the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, which is the one semifinal, which pits number one Alabama against number four Cincinnati. Bart, who are you picking? 
I would love I would love to be able to earnest, earnestly say Cincinnati, but it's Bama. I mean, it's Bama. I don't yeah. think I don't think that a lot of people are going to have a ton of discourse on this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Love Cincinnati making the playoff. Would love to see them win this and and completely just like explode the brains of the playoff committee. But Bama mm-hmm. smacked Georgia, and I thought Georgia was the best team in the country. I, I think they're going to have their way with Cincinnati left and right in this one. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I really want more than anything else for Cincy to win, for all the reasons you mentioned, just to vindicate the group of five. But, I mean, Bama showed this year against Georgia why they are, again, elite, the best team in the country. Um, if the Bama that shows up against Georgia shows up against Cincy, no team in the country has a chance to compete. So I think Bama wins. With newly crowned Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young at the helm. Um, next up, we have the other semifinal which is the Capital One Orange Bowl, which is number two Michigan versus number three Georgia. And I might maybe surprise some people. I'm going to pick Michigan here. Um, I think Georgia showed who they truly were against Bama. And when you look back at it, they didn't really beat anyone impressive this year. Arkansas being their best one, I don't think is that impressive. Well, Michigan has some really great wins this year, especially against Ohio State. Their one fluky loss to Michigan State, I think, is just like, it happened. They collapsed. They probably should have won that game. And they've been really dominant otherwise. I mean, look at the... Look at the Big Ten Championship. They won 52-3 to over Iowa. And despite Iowa's offensive struggles aside, I think Michigan's played really well this year. I think Georgia, maybe not as good as we thought. Um, and especially Michigan's running back, Son Haskins, I think will be a difference maker against uh, Georgia's stout defense. So um, I'm picking Michigan in this one. Bart, what do you think? I'm going to disagree. Actually, I totally, I totally get it. And I was tempted to, to give Michigan the edge here. But I just think... I don't. I don't think I can discount what Georgia has done the rest of the season because of the one game against Bama. I, like I still am personally terrified of their defense. I would not be surprised at all to see them completely stifle Michigan offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I do concede that I appreciate the fact that Michigan is coming to this game with like you know two really solid wins, whereas Georgia kind of just got clapped. But, uh, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I think more than anything, I might just want Georgia to win here so that we can see a, a Georgia-Bama rematch and give them another chance at that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to me personally, I just... Uh, Georgia's, off, or D- Georgia's defense was so historically good this year, uh, mm-hmm. and Bama is Bama. So I don't know that I care yeah. too much about that blowout or, you know, that huge amount of points that they gave up there. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you hinted at the rematch. Who do you think wins the rematch? Who's your national champion this year? I mean, okay, so I could go with who I've been saying all year or with who we just saw probably will win. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. I, no, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say Georgia. Uh, no. I'm going to say Georgia because I, it's just so exhausting picking Bama and just like it's so predictable. Um, I think, I don't know. I think maybe finally Kirby Smart will, will get his act together. He will learn how to coach against Nick Saban. Maybe having that first pregame warm up will help him, you know, figure out what he needs to do differently offensively and defensively. Um, I don't really have a great reason other than that, though. Who are, who are you taking in, in your uh, championship? Uh, I'm going to be boring. I'm tired of it, too, but I'm going to pick Bama. I just think, like I said before, like the way they played against Georgia, like if they play that way, no team in the country stands a chance. I'm hoping it doesn't happen. It's boring. It's trite. It happens all the time. But they're so talented on both sides of the ball if they really right. want to be on any day. So I think they'll get motivated. I think Saban will hype them up. I think Bama wins the national championship tragic yeah but we'll see how it all plays out thank you for listening to our bowl special you stuck with us for a little over an hour um to listen to all our picks you can copy and paste either barton minds right into your bowl pick them on espn to win all the money i know i'm doing it you know check back in a few days when one of us is in the hundredth percentile um 
follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, all the normal things, and we'll see you next week.